0: Welcome to the KPB Podcast. This is your host, Ethan Gavon, coming to you from Sacramento, California. Keep Playing Baseball is a registered 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to helping every high school baseball player navigate the recruiting process and play college baseball. At KPB, we don't think money should dictate who has the opportunity to play college baseball or who gets to make informed decisions throughout the college baseball recruiting process and all our resources, including this podcast, are 100% free. No signups, no fees, no strings attached. We use the KPB podcast in many different ways, but the main point is to get you the information you need to keep playing baseball. We appreciate you tuning in to the KPB podcast, the best source of recruiting information on the go. KBB fans, we need your help. If you enjoy our free content and want to support future resources, please consider making a year-end donation to Keep Playing Baseball. We rely on your support to provide the best resources 100% free. Donations can be made at keepplayingbaseball.org/backslash/donate. That's keepplayingbaseball.org/backslash/donate. Every little bit helps. What's up, guys? Hope you're doing well. Hope everyone has had a great holiday season so far. Wanted to jump back on the podcast today and uh, talk about something that's going to impact a lot of players around this time and moving into the spring as college coaches look to finalize their rosters for next season. And by next season, I don't mean this coming season, but the following year's recruiting class. So we're talking about 2020 graduates. What we're talking about is walk on roles. And today's walk on is a much different situation than some of the walk on stories that we've heard glorified in movies. Um, Walk on situations can mean a number of really different things. And so, our goal for today's episode is to get you thinking about the questions that you need to ask and the information that you need to get to fully understand. Your walk-on situation before you get to campus. It's no good if you get to campus and find yourself in a situation that you didn't expect or something completely different than what you were promised. So you want to ask a lot of questions up front. You want to get a lot of information to ensure that you're walking into a situation that you know about and you're prepared for. It. So, you know, if you watch a lot of sports on TV, then you've probably heard stories about walk-on players making the team against all odds and playing a major role their team's success, you know, the media and movies, they love to grab a hold of these feel good kind of zero to hero stories. And people love to hear about them, including us at, at Keep Playing Baseball. We love them too. But before you decide to try and walk on at your dream school, we want you to be informed about what to expect and have a realistic idea about your chances for making the team. That's that's step one. Um, there's, there's a number of different reasons why it's incredibly difficult for us to give you specific information on your chances of making a particular team as a walk-on. First, schools and coaches have different policies about walk-ons and different opportunities for players who are attempting to walk-on. Additionally, every year is different in regard to the number of open roster spots and the the team needs uh, and, and different positional needs. So the division and the level of competition Of the school are going to be variables that influence your odds of making the team and how competitive that's going to be. Finally, there are different kinds of walk-ons. Each type has different opportunities, has different risks. And so while we can't help you with specifics and say, yes, you should take this walk-on opportunity or no, you shouldn't, we can provide some basic information that's going to give you a number of questions you should ask, as we said, and and get those answers before you walk on. So, let's just talk through some of the different types of walk ons that are pre- prevalent today. The first one is kind of your classic walk on story. Um, it's a blind walk on. So, again, this is this is the most storied kind of walk on. It's the player that has zero contact with the coaches. They're already enrolled in the school. Um, he walks into the coach's office to ask for a tryout or coaches will, will have open tryouts for players that are just already planning on attending the school. It might be a one-day thing. Usually, it's not an extended chance to show the coaches what you have. They're looking for some sort of measurable, something that really stands out where they're going to give you an extra look. So this is definitely the most improbable way to make a team. And players of this type of walk-on, they normally get very few chances to impress coaches. So, uh, again, your lowest percentage play, um, yes, there there is some reward there, but a ton of risk. The recruited walk-on, and there's a couple different kinds of recruited walk-ons. We'll walk you through both of those. But a recruited walk-on with a non-roster spot guarantee, this is the recruited walk-on who has no guarantee of a roster spot in the spring. So that's someone who has had contact with the coach throughout the recruiting process or the coach lets them know they're providing them with this opportunity, but there's no guarantee that you'll be on the team in the spring. So normally this student has been admitted to the school either on their own or with the support from the baseball team. Um, little side note, you should never plan on getting help from the team to get into school Should always strive to do that on your own. And if they're able to help you a little bit, then that's an added bonus. But you should never bank on that because things change. Schools are only provided so much leeway. And so you really have to have the perspective from a young age that you are going to get this done on your own. You're going to make it into that school. You're going to get admitted on your own merit. So that's always the first place to start. But Recruited walk-ons who are not guaranteed a roster spot, they generally receive a prolonged tryout, right? So the coach is interested in your skills. They think you might be able to help them or they want to see you in a competitive atmosphere. So they give you a prolonged tryout. Sometimes it's a few weeks. Sometimes it's the length of the fall. That really varies on the coach and the program. And they, they have you work out with the team during the fall and you either need to beat out a returning player or have a spot open up through other means or outcompete the other guys that they bring in for a few spots so a, a team may have you know three roster spots for walk-ons and they bring in 15 20 guys and they want those guys to compete and the three best or the three that make the most sense for the roster that year are going to make the team so this gives players a prolonged period of time to show what they can do but there's still no guarantee, so there's a lot of risk. If you get injured and you don't have a chance to show what you can do, you know that's going to hurt your opportunities. Um, but you have you have more of a reward. You have more of an opportunity. It's not just a one, two, three day tryout. Usually, you're going to have at least a few weeks. Oftentimes, the whole fall until the coach can make a more uh, accurate analysis of you as a player, right? So as soon as they feel like they know, they might make that decision. Now, there's also recruited walk-ons with with roster spot guarantees. So a roster spot walk-on is a player who is guaranteed a roster spot but doesn't receive any scholarship money. So a lot of programs that are underfunded, uh, they d- maybe they're, they don't have the full allotment of scholarships, They really rely on these types of players. So while the player may be guaranteed a roster spot to start, um, they definitely don't have the added security of having a scholarship invested in them. So if a walk-on replaces a returning player, they're often the non-scholarship player who started out as roster spot walk-ons. So this type of player is called a walk-on at some schools and other schools, they're not considered walk-ons, right? So a, a D3 where there's no scholarship and you're guaranteed a roster spot, well, that's not really necessarily a walk-on. That's just being part of the team and going through that recruiting process for, for D3 baseball. If a coach tells you that you'll make the team even though he doesn't have scholarship money, you might think of that, the chance to play makes up for the fact that you'll have to find other ways to pay for school. So um, a lot of times they rely on these players to be very competitive. They rely on them to play early and often. Um, But you want to be clear on that from the get-go. You need to be very careful in this situation because the coach may be put in a position later on that makes it tough for him to come through on his promise of a roster spot. So at the D1 level, even if you have been guaranteed a roster spot verbally, players without scholarships are the only ones who can be cut from the team without the team losing a roster spot against the 35. So in other words, if a player is on scholarship and they're paid that scholarship in the fall, Then they're automatically counting for the allotted one of the allotted thirty-five D one roster spots. So technically, a team can cut a scholarship player, but once the school starts school starts up and the player receives money, that player counts towards the thirty-five player max for the entire year. There are some uh, loopholes to that rule. There are some ways around it, but that puts roster spots. Uh, Roster spot guaranteed walk-ons at a disadvantage because excluding them from the roster doesn't cost a team a roster spot like it would to cut a scholarship player who has already count towards the team's total allowance, if that makes sense. So given a choice between cutting a scholarship player and a walk-on player, the coach may end up cutting or redshirting the walk-on player, even if he has outperformed the other player, simply out of the necessity to fit roster size limits. So this might not seem fair, and again, there are some some loopholes to this, but this is mainly just an issue at Division I programs where they bring in more players in the fall than they can officially roster in the spring. It's also just really important to know. You know, we talk about it quite a bit. There really are no guarantees, right? Um, Even for scholarship players, coaches will find ways to move players along or to get around the rules so that they have the roster Composition that they really want. So, there really are not a lot of guarantees, even if you have a scholarship, but it's easiest for coaches to maneuver with walk ons. So, you have to be really careful. You have to have a really good understanding of the type of situation that you're walking into, even if the coach guarantees you a roster spot, or uh, if he even if he tells you you're going to have to compete for it. So, some important questions to ask yourself when considering whether you should take a walk or a walk on spot at a specific school. Number one, are there other baseball playing opportunities available to you that you are interested in? So do you have options at other schools? Do you have a more, a less more of an opportunity with less of a risk at another school? Um, you also want to consider, are you willing to risk not playing baseball in college or having to transfer later to give walking on a shot right now. So that risk may be worth the reward for you. And that all depends on your situation and what you're looking for in a school and in a college baseball fit, right? But you have to do a little risk reward analysis. How risky is this walk on position? What am I going to do if I end up getting cut or I don't make the team? Am I willing to go through the transfer process or am I willing to just be a student? These are questions you should think through ahead of time. Now, more questions. Number two, what do you want out of a playing experience if you do make the team? So would you be willing to accept a non-playing role for a majority or all of your time as a college player? So, you know, let's say you're a great team guy and the coach wants to have you on the team, but you might not have a lot of playing opportunities early. It might be a couple years before you're going to get a crack at playing regularly. It might never be the case that you're going to play regularly and the coach loves to have you part of their team, but you're going to be a backup. You're going to be a bullpen catcher, or a third, fourth string catcher. Um, you're going to fulfill one of the, the more non-playing roles on the roster. So you have to think about whether you'd be willing to accept that. Now, you can always transfer, but, again, something that you want to think through ahead of time. Another question, how many roster spots are open on the team? You can ask a coach, point blank. You know, roster spots can open late, and when they get players to quit or players get drafted after the season, but ask the coach, hey, how many how many guys are you bringing in, and how many roster spots are there? Who? How many guys am I going to have to beat out? Another question, how many – returning players are coming back at your position. So if they're stocked with upperclassmen in your position and they're bringing you on as a walk-on, that that could mean that they are just looking for roster depth or it's going to be a couple years before you get a crack. So having an understanding at the positional depth, how the quality of the players who are coming back at your position, your ability to play other positions, or multiple positions, that's all stuff you're going to want to to consider as well. Um, You're also going to want to ask yourself, you know, if you don't make the cut, if you, if you, well, I should say, if you get cut or you don't make the roster, are you going to be happy as a regular student at the school? Again, we talked about that earlier, but something you want to consider. How important is baseball in your vision of yourself as a college student in that experience? You also want to have in-depth information about what your opportunity is going to look like, how long it's going to be. So what will tryouts look like? Ask the coach, what what will my tryout consist of if you don't have a guaranteed roster? Or, you know, what what does the fall look like for a player like me trying to earn playing time or trying to make the team? So you definitely, definitely, definitely want to ask the coach what type of opportunities you're going to have to make the team and to earn playing time. Another question, have you spoken to the coach and received a realistic idea about your chances, right? So that that ties really in with what your tryout's going to consist of, but, you know, don't be shy about asking, hey, what are my chances, you know? Keep showing up and expressing your interest, but make it clear that you want to have a realistic perspective of what you're walking into. The more You know when you show up, the better your chances of making it because then you can prepare for that. Walking on is not the time to be shy. It's not the time where you want to just assume that you know everything. You have to have a realistic idea about your chances to make it. So again, don't be shy about talking to coaches. Don't be shy about expressing your interest in a program. The more you show up and the better you get to understand the coaches and the way that they run their program, the better your chances are going to be last question what kind of walk-on will you be so that's that's pretty basic we we talked about the different types of walk-ons are you going to be a a non-roster guarantee walk-on are you going to be a recruited walk-on with the guaranteed roster spot are you just going to have to show up to a a one or two day tryout and you know pop a 90 on the radar gun to get the coach's interest so you want to understand what some of these opportunities that you're going to have are going to be so what type of Walk on, will you be? And then, how many roster spot walk ons have made the team and played, you know, all year? So, what does the past look like? How many people in my situation have walked in and made the team in the past? How many people in my situation have walked on and played a significant role, uh, earned playing time right away? Again, just getting a realistic perspective of what your opportunities and your life as a college baseball player in that program are going to be given the opportunities that they're providing you as a walk-on. So, again, there are so many different uh, quirks and so many different opportunities that coaches provide. The biggest thing is for you to get a full picture of what your walk-on situation will look like, ask a lot of questions, get a lot of answers, so that you're going to be able to put yourself in the best position to compete. The higher the level of play, the more competitive the program, the more competitive the level. Uh, Let's, you know, comparing an SEC walk-on to, say, a a mid-major walk-on where they're not fully scholarship funded, that's going to be a big difference. The more competitive, the higher the level, the more risk there's going to be, the more, Coaches are going to need to have their rosters dialed in and win games to keep their job. And that's likely going to reflect the way that they maneuver their roster. So you want to think about these things ahead of time. You want to think about, you know, are you really willing to scrap and claw and compete your way onto the roster? Do you have what it takes? Do you have the work ethic? Are you willing to take those risks? So again, a lot to consider Just wanted to talk you through some of the major points of emphasis in hopes that, you know, we can help you make a more informed decision, uh, whatever you are considering. So we're not telling you you should or you shouldn't do it. We just want you to understand the risks and the rewards. Um, I've seen firsthand walk-ons walk on, play right away, have great careers, earn scholarships. I've also seen walk-ons show up have unrealistic expectations, and not make the team or show up, not be good enough, not make the team or show up, make the team, be disgruntled with the opportunities that they have as a backup player and then transfer. So you just want to think about these things ahead of time. Hope this helps. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out and uh, happy new year to everyone out there listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for making it to the end of this episode of the KPB podcast. If you find value in our podcast, please help us make it better. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Leave us a five-star rating. Write a review. All of that helps us get this information into the hands of those who need it most. We're always beyond excited to get questions and provide more information. You can reach us by email at keepplayingbaseball@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Our Twitter DMs are open. That's at keepplayingbb. Same is true for our Instagram account. That's at keepplayingbaseball and Facebook, keepplayingbaseball. We're always excited to help provide you with the information that you need make educated decisions in the recruiting process and move towards your goal of playing college baseball. Don't hesitate to reach out if you need anything. And we'll be back with another episode soon. Until then, take care.